0: Good morning, Jim Laird, live from Largo, Florida. It is a little bit of a, a rare rainy day here, um, as you can see by my change of background. We have an awning back here, which makes it really great for when it's really warm or rainy or yucky. I can still work outside, which is which is great. Um, right now, we're running a special on our fundamental wellness with coaching. You get 50% off the first month, and we just added uh, weekly additional coaching calls with me. And then you get the two additional coaching calls, one with Dr. Stillman and myself, and then another uh, call, which is me. Basically, that that's on a Saturday, uh, the third Saturday of every month. um, Basically me just talking strictly strength and conditioning, but, you know, all the weekly Q and A's, we can talk about whatever you want to talk about. But, you know, it's it's super important for people to have consistency and accountability if you truly want to make a change uh with where you're at um consistency accountability is the key and that and that's where most people struggle is the consistently doing the small consistent lifestyle things on a regular basis most people just do not uh act on the fundamentals and the basics and that's why most people get in a bad place and they really they really can't get out because they don't do these daily things uh, That really swing swing the the dial dramatically over time and um, so that's why we have our coaching programs to help support you and help you get yourself into a better place Um, and and so the topic for today shift your mindset for better results and and this really um, comes a lot from my experience with struggles with my own health or with business or relationships and it was, it was interesting. I was watching uh, Jocko uh, Wilnick um, talk about this, and and whenever challenges were brought to him, you know, whether in the military field or in business, he would always just say, "Good." You know, yeah, you know, your rad- the radios are broken. Good. You know, the attitude you have according to the challenges that you have, and and I think I got this from Paul Check, but when I got colitis like in 09 or 2010. I remember Paul talking about, he, he has a, one of his books is called, Doc, uh, uh, he has like these four books, like Dr. Diet, Dr. This, Dr. Quiet. And he, he would always say like illness is, is really your body's uh, health challenges is your body's way of telling you something isn't right. There's something not right in your diet. There's something not right in your environment. Usually big the big thing is environment because, you know, I think one of the biggest factors today is that most people just live an indoor life. And if you look at the research, the literature, if you look at uh, human history, when when humans uh, move to a more indoor or indoor lifestyle, uh, they tend to get themselves in trouble and, you know, the vast majority of Americans today literally live, you know, ninety-five percent of their day indoors as people are moving to a more indoor lifestyle, more sedentary lifestyle. Blood pressure rates are are skyrocketing around the world. You know, obesity rates in places like India, where they're starting to get more indoor, more tech oriented, their their diabetes rates, their their uh um just overall you know uh, obesity rates are going through the ceiling so as we see people go from a more outdoor lifestyle to an indoor lifestyle they end up having a lot of problems so you know when you start having these issues with health um if you set your you change your mindset from oh woe is me why is this happening to me um you know i've heard, I've had, heard a lot of people say that like your genetics uh your genetics are the gun and the environment pulls the trigger and and basically you know um if 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 you know your environment ends up pulling the trigger and your genetics determine what disease or disorder or or whatever you get and so you need to basically when you get in these 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 uh, these times where you're in trouble where you're sick uh where you're struggling you know you need to look at changing your environment, you need to look at your habits, what's going on in your life, uh, managing stress instead of looking at it like this is a ter- this is terrible, this is awful. if you take the mindset or well, this is a great opportunity for me to like improve and get better. Um, you know when I got colitis, it I basically I learned that I needed to manage my stress better. Um, I wasn't taking enough time to rest. I wasn't sleeping enough, uh, was taking too many stimulants. And so that was a huge lesson for me, which then I was able to turn around and help more of my clients. Cause I had a better understanding of how much, you know, not getting enough sleep, not making time to rest, working too many hours and trying to train really hard at the same time, the effects that has on your health. And luckily for me, it was colitis to something that I could get under control and manage. And it wasn't like some people would have had a heart attack or whatever else. So luckily for me, I I was able to manage that and learn from it. And then later on, when I ended up getting a staph infection um, from a pedicure and I was having reoccurring infections, I learned that, you know. Even though I wasn't working as much, I was resting more, I was managing my stress, I was eating better, I was taking better care of myself you know, I was living an indoor life, essentially, I was starting the the day at five o'clock in the morning, and I wasn't getting home till nine. And I wasn't, literally wasn't outside during the day. And when I was outside, I was completely covered in clothing, and I had sunglasses on. So my circadian rhythm was absolutely wrecked. I, I remember the first time I tried to go without sunglasses. And we deal with a lot of this in the course, and we, we talk to people about Getting more light in their eyes, getting more light in their life. And they literally, their eyes hurt, you know, when they go outside. And, you know, I can relate to that because that's the way I was for, for at least a couple months. And now I'm the opposite. Now, uh, I was at a friend's place the other day and, um, for an event and was inside. And it was probably the most time I've spent inside in the last probably five years. And, uh, I was in there for a couple hours and my eyes literally started to hurt from from just the normal lights, you know? And if I go to like Publix or Walmart, I don't really go to Walmart much, but um, if I go somewhere in the evening and I don't take my blue blockers with me, my eyes literally hurt when I'm in the store like at six, seven o'clock at night in the, you know, with the, with the, the artificial lights. So now I've inversed that. It's really, really interesting to see but that taught me about circadian rhythm and the importance of the sun and how it runs your immune system. And I've been able to help other people because of it. And so our society has kind of pushed this narrative on us that you need to be happy all the time and things need to be going really smoothly, but you really don't, the human condition is you like, you really don't learn unless there's adversity. You really don't learn and you really don't have the opportunity to help other people unless there's adversity. Um, people always talk about being happy, but, but happy, happiness is not something that you, it's not a state you can stay in. Because if you were just constantly happy, um, you would never really challenge yourself to get anything done. So if you start looking at your challenges health wise or financially or uh, relationship wise, as opportunities to learn and to get better, you know, like with my car accident, you know, last year, um, it was it sucked. But if it wasn't for that accident, uh, it I wouldn't have it wouldn't have pushed me to to work with Doctor Stillman as much as I have in the last year because I would have been um, comfortable doing what I was doing in the panhandle that was starting to, you know, the gym I was working at that was starting to pick up a little bit. And I had some other things going that was picking up a little bit. So this kind of forced me to really focus on, on doing what I'm doing with Dr. Stillman now, which has turned out to be great. So, you know, a lot of times in life when these things come up, instead of having the attitude of, oh, this sucks, this is terrible you know, most of the people that are ultra successful usually talk about how their failures set them up for the biggest successes, right? And, you know, you look at like people like Edison, who, uh, you know, he failed at, you know, completing the light bulb like thousands and thousands of times. And so he figured out, you know, how not to do it like thousands of times to get that one time. You look at baseball players, you know, they're in the hall of fame and they bat 300. I mean, that's, that's like 30%, 70% failure rate. So a, a lot of people come to us with frustration and what it really needs to be is like, okay, what is my body trying to teach me? What is the, what is the God or the universe or whatever you believe in trying to teach me? But most people are just so caught up in our modern world and so distracted that they don't actually take the time to sit quietly and sit still long enough to actually learn from them from from themselves and from nature and um you know i would argue that's by design um we won't go down that rabbit hole today but um you know when you're constantly in this wheel of of you know constant fear constant news constant and i have to really manage this myself is uh or else i can get overwhelmed i have to step back and go hey man i'm you know i need to be more of an observer here um i can't get pulled into this um you're welcome amy amy says thank you for the supportive and encouraging words i needed today you're very welcome and and i hope i hope that this uh us getting on here and and chatting like this daily helps you uh maybe have a different perspective on things and um in really and honestly in in times when you are struggling especially with the current state of where things are going and where they're about to go um having a different perspective and having someone else maybe word things and and change things in a different way um can be very helpful um Especially for me, I, I know a lot of you know. Doctor Jack Cruz helped me immensely. People like Rob Wolf, people like Paul Check, um, you know, listening to people like Jocko talk about adversity and leadership. You know, uh, I, I learned a lot from from Jocko, especially when it comes to running businesses. Because a lot of times, it's it's very easy to put blame on other people, but you always got to look at yourself first. Like, okay, did this person fail to do the task? because maybe I didn't communicate it well enough or they didn't have what they needed to get the job done. And so when you're a leadership position, you have to kind of look at things from, okay, what did I do to to not help this person be successful? Did I not provide enough training enough information? So it's always good to have people in your life that have a lot of experience to kind of provide, um, a different thinking and a different perspective on things because most things, um, if you look back on your life, even though they might suck at the time are really honestly there as an opportunity for you to get better. Right. And that's really what a lot of our group coaching is about is about building a relationship with you instead of selling you a 12 week, you know, um, lose fat fast program or, you know, 12 weeks to fix your this or fix your that and, and selling you a bunch of supplements. It's really about building a relationship and getting to understand where you're at. And then maybe having someone like myself, who has a lot of experience with dealing with all sorts of different life experiences, is able to maybe give you a change in perspective because really your attitude and you, um, your attitude and your um, outlook really has um, a profound effect on outcome. You know. So, Amy asks, "Have you ever felt your your positive thinking has led you down a rough path?" Yeah, I, I think I think that's definitely can be the case, particularly if you surround yourself with people that enable you and tell you like. Uh, and validate something that's not necessarily good for you. You know, a lot of people in leadership positions will put people around them that are yes, yes, man, yes, ma'am, yes, person. Uh, hang me upside down um, if I don't use the right descriptor. I'm sure it'll offend somebody somewhere. But um, a lot of times, you you might be going down the wrong path, and you might be surrounded by people that are just like, well, everything's going to be okay. You know, so there, there's a fine line there because, you know, obviously you don't want to be running around being negative all the time and having a positive perspective on things is is very important, but that's where wisdom comes in and discernment is when to basically embrace positive challenge, but then also to make sure that Things that are negative and and need to be changed, that you have the ability to look at it and go, Yeah, I need to be really, um, I need to be like, Well, yeah, this is not a good behavior, I need to make better choices, and then looking at how you're going to do that. So, you know, it's kind of a, um, oh, being overly positive, they actually looked at this. Um, Huberman actually did a had some really neat research about this, and I've experienced this in coaching people, you always want to like encourage effort. Like if you give everyone a sticker for just showing up, you're actually going to decrease drive and productivity over time. And you've seen that. I've seen that with coaching children where, you know, everyone gets a sticker, everyone gets a, gets a, gets an award. It actually takes away from people making, you know, like really getting after it. Right. But if you reward people for effort and and basically how hard they work and and you reward people accordingly, um, it actually increases effort. So this is where it becomes very interesting as a coach. I want to remain positive but at the same time i also don't want to give people the false sense of security that if they continue to continue to do the habits that are that are basically wrecking them uh, that everything's going to be okay you know it's kind of like if the ship is sinking and there's massive amounts of water coming in i can't be worried about mopping the deck or cleaning the windows i have to be very realistic to the crew that that big leak in the front of the boat is the number one priority and everything else for now needs to go aside so if i see someone who is under immense amount of stress and is not doing a very good job managing that stress it's very important for me to basically tell them in a way that varies from person to person because some people need a more of a mentorship type approach, a teaching approach, and other people just need to be like grabbed by the collar and, sh- and shaken, and that's where learning how to read people. Like I've had people, you know, come to me at the gym, um, you know, come to me for for sit down orientation, and I've had you know people where I've literally been very forceful and said, "Look, if you don't make a change in your lifestyle, you're 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 in trouble," and have been very very blunt with them and even have made some people angry and they needed that. And then I've had other people that are, were so broken that you could tell that they were just on the brink of like fragility and they needed like more of a, of a nurturing kind of mentorship. And, you know, I had one lady that came in with like multiple autoimmune diseases. Um, And she, you could tell she was just broken. I just, I just put my arm around her and I said, look, you're, you're, you're in a really bad place. I get it. But here's the good news is you just need to start with a few of these things. And I think you're going to see things get much, much better for you, as opposed to one of the other guys that came in, who was basically destroying himself with alcohol and everything else. And I gave him a very stern message. Um, And he messaged me like, you know, like six months or a year later. And he's like, thank you for for doing that. Thank you for not telling me that, oh, it's okay. You're going to be all right. There's there's nothing wrong here because he had a lot of people in his life that were telling him that. So a lot of that comes down to the person and reading the person. But, um, you know, positivity, just like anything, right? Anything can be too much right every everything whether it's positivity like there there are times negative emotions being angry is appropriate and a great motivator but if that's your only go to if anger is the only way you can motivate yourself that that becomes a problem and if you're overly happy no matter what's happening you you're so happy that you're just you, you you know, you're, you're, you're speeding towards a tree at 90 miles an hour and you're like, oh, this is great. And you don't look at what's happening and you just have a positive attitude as you hit the tree head on. Um, so there has to be balance there and there has to be just like anything else. There has to be the ability to be like, yeah, I should be upset about where I am. I'm not going to dwell on it, but I'm going to look at this as an opportunity to get better because some people will get so negative, and be so hateful to themselves, they actually make the problem worse. So, there's a lot of nuance to this, right? Um, and and a lot of people respond differently. Like 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 some people respond to really harsh coaching, which I really don't do that often. Depending, you know, if I'm dealing with like someone who's in the military, or I'm getting ready for like military type stuff, or high level like athletics. Uh, I'm going to be a little more harsh with people, but if I'm dealing with you know a 65 70 year old grandmother, I'm obviously not going to dress her down like I would dress down somebody who's getting ready for Navy SEAL boot camp. <laughs> so there's ways to get people's attention without being uh overly uh abrasive, but um, I hope that answers your, your question, Amy. But but yeah, I, I think being overly positive and not having the ability to to, to, to assess the danger that you're in, um, is, uh, is just as dangerous, um, as being so positive that you don't have a realistic view of what action needs to be taken, uh, is just as dangerous as overreacting and becoming too aggressively, um, negative so but but like negativity has has advantages it's very very motivating if if you know there's going to be a bad consequence but then if that's the only way you're able to change like with me i had to learn how to like be more observant be more present and Now I can look at my lifestyle and look at my habits and, and, and look and see the patterns that I get stuck in and realize, oh, I'm going down this path again, but I don't need to get colitis or I don't need to get a staph infection in order for me to make changes because I know the road that I'm going down and I know the consequences for going down that road. But in the past, I literally had to crash and burn, uh, in order for me, it can make a change. So I think a lot of that comes with maturity. Um, And a lot of that comes from being self-aware and not getting caught up. Uh, And I think with technology and with, with the phone and with just the busyness of modern life, I I was listening to, I've been obviously watching a lot of stuff about Nicaragua lately, because I'm, I'm going to be, um, going down there here pretty soon, hopefully. and it was interesting listening to this guy that runs a hostel and they were talking to him about you know a lot of americans come to his hostel near managua and stay with him and and he said you know americans they they have a hard time adjusting to our culture here because our culture is much more laid back most he's like most americans will only come here for 3 days and they'll be in a hurry and they'll be cram trying to cram and and get as much stuff in as possible uh, they don't take the time to slow down and actually enjoy themselves and he was like that's not our culture here our culture is that of you know real, you know we're going to be we're more laid back they, you know they kind of like manana right it'll get done tomorrow which has its place and obviously there's things that need to be urgent like obviously if you're have a catastrophic injury. You don't need to be lackadaisical about getting to the emergency room to get your bleeding stopped or whatever. But there are Americans tend to stress out about things that really don't matter. Like I watched a lady the other day in a, in a drive through line, I think, I think it was a coffee shop or something. And she was literally like, you know, it was taking a little longer than the normal. And she was literally hanging her head out the window and screaming at people over a cup of coffee. It's like, is that really something to like yell and scream and get yourself all worked up over? And you know that's one of the main reasons I I want to go to a place like Nicaragua because it's not this massive stress meat meat grinder that it is here in the United States. And there's a lot of people that are um, really struggling because our culture is so consumer driven and so um, stress driven that. It, it causes a lot of people to break. So um, having the ability to look at a situation and see what requires urgent attention and what really doesn't matter. And most things in our life, you know, are, it's not really life or death if you don't get that thing done, right? Um, so being able to prioritize and, and look at, The things that really need to be taken care of versus the things that are like well this this really isn't that important so and that comes with once again discernment and that comes from being self-aware and being silent and being able to be observant with yourself and that's something that most people either don't know how to do or have just lost touch with so i hope that helps you um so, and, and, and I think, you know, the biggest thing, I think the number one thing most people could do today to um, improve their sense of overall, I guess, well being slash um, not as, yeah, health, health in general would be to, to basically go out. I would challenge you to go to the park or go in your backyard and leave your phone and just sit quietly and listen to the birds. And just don't do anything but relax and listen to the birds and do that for 10 or 15 minutes. When you're wound up, when you're stressed out, get out in nature and listen to nature. It has a tremendous calming effect. This isn't woo. This is like they literally, there are studies that show that even having pictures of nature in your office um, reduce stress, reduce blood pressure. So what if you actually put yourself in nature? Um, what is going to happen? What is going to be the side effect of that? And most people are so busy, um, that they just don't take the time to do that. Like I, I, I would love to do a survey to see how many people in, in America have taken even five minutes to sit quietly by themselves in nature in the last six months. And I would, uh, Argue to say that it's, uh, that it's few and far between. That's why, like, our, you know, fundamental habit of of three 10 minute walks is is so, is so important, you know, because it gets you out, it gets you outside, it gets your circadian rhythm in order, it helps you relax, especially if you're breathing through your nose and you're present, you're in the moment, you're not on your phone, you're not, you know, multitasking, you're 100% in the moment and you're, uh, present. Uh, I think if, if, I think if the average American took the time to do that three times a day, um, it would be, it would be a different, different society because when you, when you're in a high stress state, um, in your emotional state, it's much easier to make, um, stupid, dumb choices. Right. And when you're, when you're present and when you're observant, it's easier to say okay um how am i gonna handle this situation and most people um, just are not able to put themselves into that mode of being observer instead of being reactionary because it's very easy to overreact when you're in this reactionary state so there's some basic thoughts for you uh once again you know, if you want to interact with me and Dr. Stillman on a regular basis for a reasonable amount of money, we have our Fundamentals of Wellness course. Dr. Stillman, of course, has his Substack where he does a Monday Masterclass and a weekly Q and A. If you're a premium member of that, um, and then of course we do every week we do a webinar. Uh, we're basically we, we're constantly adding to the Fundamentals of Wellness course with coaching. Um, we're adding a specific blood pressure bonus chapter that will be in the course and then we're going to add different topics so you know we're constantly adding to the strength and conditioning i filmed a bunch of stuff the other night uh, at a a gym i'm having a hard time finding gyms to do filming at so um it's one of the disadvantages of not having your own gym it's something i was spoiled with for a long time so we're um, we're constantly adding content to that course or to the course itself, but to the course with coaching, we'll have all the bonus uh, products in it, which we're gonna continue update. And we'll also take suggestions from people on what they wanna see in that. And then of course you get to interact with us on a regular basis where we can troubleshoot and problem solve for you. And, but if you wanna get in on that weekly webinar, which is every Thursday at 10. So we're actually, it's not like a sales webinar. We're actually gonna like teach you stuff uh, you just won't, you'll be able to watch the replay after, but you won't have access to it like you will in the course. That's every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern. And we send an email out on Monday with a link to the webinar. And we send an email out Wednesday night, which would be today. So tonight uh, we're, we're doing a blood pressure secrets webinar where we get into detail on what you can do if you have high blood pressure. Um, that email will go out tonight. And all you have to do to get on the email list is go to Stillman Wellness dot com. And that little pop up comes up. Just put your email on that. That'll put you in our email list and you'll get an email. Um, you'll probably get you'll go into the fundamental. I'll be you know completely transparent. You'll go into the fundamentals of wellness email responder where you'll get information about our fundamentals of wellness course. Um, and then you'll be in our regular email sequence as well. Once that sequence goes through, we generally send out no more than four emails a week. We try not to bombard you, um, but at the same time, it is a business, and we have to advertise what we're doing. So, uh, part of reward for for putting up with that is you get uh, weekly webinars. So, appreciate your support. Please like like this, share it with somebody who might find it insightful. Obviously, the algorithms are not very friendly to Doctor Stillman and I. Uh, Anybody that's really spreading a common sense approach is not and not really going with the mainstream narrative is obviously not uh pushed out there to say it politely um actually i was talking with rob wolf a while back and he's been looking at like his google analytics over the last several years and it even you know like i think five or six years ago it started to nosedive where you know people would would type in nutrition stuff and he was showing up at the top of the search and now He doesn't show up at all so that's why getting on people's email lists that you find helpful um, is so important because they they can't censor email as of yet so that's really the last bastion of uh being able to get you know uh uncensored information is things like email things like substack uh because you know we can send that out uh as of right now and in your you're gonna get that email, especially if it's uh, if it's in your contacts list. So get on that email list and uh, thank you for your support. I hope you guys have a great day. Make sure you take time today to get outside. Make sure you take time today to sit in silence and make sure you start looking at things, adversity, challenges in your life as an opportunity to get better. And if you look at challenges in your life, as teaching opportunities, even though they might suck at times, um, you're going to tend to have better outcomes if you have that attitude, as opposed to the wise me victim uh, mentality. Have a great day.